category. What's your Uber rider rating? 5.0, baby. Five stars. I don't know if mine's that good. Oh, yeah. Um, Well, Uber's got their rating system. 911 might want to think about getting one, too. We'll talk about that tonight. Really? Okay. Well, what do you think's the worst karaoke song? Oh, so many to choose from. Don't put me on the spot. Well, there's a lot (laughs) of bad ones to choose from, but it can't be any worse than what happened at a Florida karaoke bar. All right. And also, we are going to hear about a literal bridge over troubled waters right here in the Sunshine State. All right, all that and more coming up on this week's episode of the Florida Freak Show. Hurry, hurry, hurry! Ladies and gents, boys and girls, step right up for the Florida Freak Show! Welcome back to the Florida Freak Show. I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. And if you've ever read a Florida news story online or seen a Sunshine State newscast, you know that Florida's greatest export are weird stories about the people who live and play here. And we have a few of those, don't we, Kirsten? What a surprise. That's what I'm here to talk about. 25 times you'd think we'd know this by now. So there we go. All right. Our first story comes to us from CBS12.com. All right. Winterhaven 911 got a troubling call at 1.15 in the morning on a recent Friday. The caller was 46-year-old Jermaine Williams, who had dialed 911 to report a dead body at the McDonald's on 5th Street. Mm-hmm. Winterhaven police arrived and discovered there was no dead body to be found. Now, normally the absence of a dead body is actually kind of a relief, right? Yeah, but yeah. instead, they just found Williams, who had actually called 911, not because he found a body, but because he just needed a ride home. <laughs> he was just sitting on the curb outside Mickey D's, waiting for his ride. Oh, man. Well, he got his ride not to his house, but to the Polk County Jail, and he has been charged with misuse of 911. Well, forget about my five-star rating on Uber. This is obviously the way to go. Jermaine really has tapped into a new service, but I suppose that I should take a hint from maybe the fact that he went to jail. Probably not super kosher with the cops. Yeah, I'd, I'd stick to Uber and Lyft probably. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, this this makes me think just a few months ago, we had uh, a guy not far from here in Charlotte County who had abused 911 twice, I think in the same week, once because he wanted the police to bring him some lunch yeah, right. and once because he didn't want to get off of his couch and he wanted police to get his ice cream out of his freezer for him. <laughs> That one's the weird one. Like, they're both weird, but I don't want to get up. Can you give me some ice cream? Right, a little strange. And and let me say That guy needs an Alexa is what he needs more than (laughs) anything else. Yeah. So, and and Alexa in the corner lights up. I know. She's listening. She's listening to us right now. (laughs) Um, You know... There's been a lot said about the police this year. I don't want to get into all of the political stuff, but I I think maybe we could find some common ground here, no matter, you know, where you stand. 911 dispatchers do not get enough love. Can we all agree with that? Right. That's a tough job. It's a tough job. It's a stressful job. Thankless job. Thankless job. And guess what? What? You're also getting drunks calling you. (laughs) You're also getting, you know, people who got shorted on their eight pack of chicken McNuggets calling you. If you don't want drunks calling, you can't just give out a fake number like most people do. (laughs) You have to actually listen to them and try to figure out if there's something going wrong. Yeah, I, I feel like 911 is pretty much ingrained in people's memory here in the U.S., right? Yeah. You know, speaking of, let's just get back to Uber real quick. 
It's amazing to me how quickly like small America has sort of acclimated small town America really has acclimated itself to using Ubers. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, I can count on one hand the number of times I used a taxi growing up in my little small town and I have zero problem getting in a car with a stranger uh, because I know what his face looks like and everything like that. It just works out so well. It just amazes me how technology will make people feel so safe with some things. Well, it's just a more modern hitchhiking, yeah. right? right? You know, you just don't need to stick your thumb out and show a little leg. You just tap a button on your phone. <laughs> right. So with, with this dead body story ticking off the cops, do you think that there was a crime that Jermaine could have reported instead and maybe would have gotten him a ride home? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. What? Um, there's a guy named Jermaine lurking around the McDonald's at one fifteen <laughs> in the morning. Could we send the cops out here yeah, to look into this? Right. And just say that I don't know where he went. He just took off, I guess. Hey, since you're going that way, would you mind just <laughs> dropping me off? Picked up my fillet of fish, and I just don't have another ride. So, how, how do you end up at McDonald's at one fifteen in the morning during a pandemic? I don't know. I don't even know how you get without a ride to, home. Yeah, to wait on you because usually it's just drive through. I would think at that point, and if you don't have a car, usually they have a problem with so that. So many questions. Lots of questions, Jermaine. Maybe we can get you on the podcast sometime. I do appreciate, though, you know, Winter Haven is in Polk County. Yeah. And Polk County, we know and love because of Sheriff Grady Judd. Grady Judd. He's priceless. That's right. Um, I do appreciate that the Winter Haven police have gotten in on the fun now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, They specifically put in their Facebook post that uh, Jermaine had been transported not home, but to his new luxurious accommodations (laughs) at the Polk County Jail. Well. You know, we got to have fun with it, you know, if when it, when we see something like that happen. Like we were talking about with the call center operators, they can't show too much uh, sense of humor with what they're doing because it's so serious. So at least the social media people can have fun with it. Right? Yeah. So uh, this next story comes to us from Boca Raton. Uh, Boca Raton, or Boca Raton, Raton? I've always said Raton, like Baton, but with an R. I, I think, I always say Raton as well, but I feel like Raton is like maybe a bit more uppity. True. I don't know. Boca Raton elementary teacher, <laughs> uh, Edith Pride, had a message for parents who are helping their kids online during virtual lessons. Oh. She'd like them to wear clothes. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good start. Pride spoke at the school district meeting recently and said she had a few more issues to talk about than her three minutes would allow her, but she did say the following, (laughs) and I quote, Parents, make sure that you have on proper clothing when you are walking behind your child's computer, because we've seen them in their drawers, their bras, and everything else. Oh, man. Wow. (laughs) She added, Parents, when you are helping your children at the computer, Please do not appear with big joints in your hand. Those joints be as big as cigars. (laughs) Other teachers shared similar experiences. One said that she had a shirtless dad drinking a beer on camera in the morning. (laughs) A spokesperson for the district said all classes are recorded in case students need to go back and review their lessons. And uh, by the way, the district records everything wow <laughs> well thank god we don't have kids the two of us because like, what are you saying it, well it could at least be a problem <laughs> who knows i mean i wouldn't say we're dressed to the nines when we're around the house no i'm not wearing a uh, cocktail dress <laughs> but if i know tiara. that there's a camera in the room i make sure that i've at least got you know 
just in case. You just never pants, know. Yeah. shorts, yep. something. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh yeah, I just I it's a weird world we live in right now. Yep. Everybody's doing everything online. Right. So many questions. Our homes have just become public arenas almost in a lot of ways. Yeah. Uh, you know, we both worked in television that's right. at one point. Yep. There's an expression that we use that's being camera aware. That's right. Right. Just knowing where the camera is, the knowing camera is. knowing where to look. Knowing where the microphones are too. This is this is the work at home version of this. That's right. This is the work at home version of being camera aware. You should know where the camera is. Yeah, this is great advice for anyone around a, a webcam. I mean, it's I'm sure it's gonna get worse before it gets better because we have more of these cameras that are coming into our homes all the time. We have, you know, devices that are always listening in on what we're saying all the time so we just have to be careful i always say like my social media mantra was always don't put anything on social media that you wouldn't want your mom to see and i think the same can be said for walking in front of a webcam absolutely yeah, yeah. i mean that just assume the camera is always on yeah you know, we've all heard the stories of, of somebody on a TV show walking into the bathroom with their mic still hot. <laughs> yep, that naked gun moment when Leslie Nielsen walks into the bathroom yeah. and just starts taking Doing up, his thing. Yep, doing yep. his thing, yep. Doing his thing. Yep. So, a um, few other things I want to point out in sure. this story. Joints as big as cigars. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, okay, first of all, that's impressive. Very. But, but second... I'm pretty sure that smoking a fatty while helping your kids do their homework is probably not the way to get them on the honor roll. Have you seen Common Core like math oh, problems? The math. How are these kids expected to be able to do math that way? It's so different than the way we grew up. I mean, you may just need to, you know, take a load off or take a toke off. Something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I also I feel the need to defend the shirtless guy drinking the beer in the morning. Defend away. First of all, we don't know. He might be a third shift worker. We don't. He might have gotten off the clock at 8 a.m. This is his time to kick back and relax. It could be his unwind time. Yeah. It's important that people understand that not everybody works the same shift, you know? Right. Absolutely. Okay. Second thing. She's upset because he's drinking a beer on camera in the morning. Right. 11.59 a.m. is the morning. Come Have on. you never had lunch at 11.59 a.m.? Oh, I've had lunch even earlier than that. <laughs> have you never had a beer with lunch? I have, yes, definitely. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. 11.59, if I'm having a beer at 11.59 with my, you know, pub sub, yeah. is, is am, am I now with the, with the pantless parents? We need to stop being so judgy, people. Uh... It is 5 o'clock everywhere at some point. <laughs> so, you know, whenever he needs to have that beer... Make it happen. And what if he was having a um, a mimosa instead? Oh, that would be so much more palatable. Right? Right. He's still drinking in the morning. Yep. Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Screwdriver. Screwdriver. Any any beer mosa. Yeah. Any breakfast. Beer mosa kind of makes a whole lot of sense. There Just are. Throw a little OJ in there and you're good yeah, to go. Yeah, brunch beverages. Yep. If he had been drinking a mimosa, would it be the same issue? I, I don't think so. I don't either. Just stop being so judgy, folks. Yeah. <laughs> and wear clothes whenever you're on, and, cam- and on camera. And keep your pants on. Yeah. Yes. Uh, our next one comes to us from WEARTV.com. Ah. Hurricane Sally, a few weeks ago, brought wind, rain, and terrible flooding to Florida's panhandle. And for a few residents who live near Pensacola Bay, it brought even more. Oh. 
several massive runaway barges washed ashore and settled in people's yards thanks to the Category 2 storm. Wow. Most property owners who live along the bay have a seawall made of large rocks to protect their homes from the water. But a seawall is apparently no competition for a multi-ton iron barge. No. (laughs) Skanska, USA had 55 barges in Pensacola Bay working on the Three Mile Bridge. And of those, 22 broke free and an even dozen ended up on land on private property. That's crazy. Uh, One homeowner had just moved into her house three weeks earlier. Residents, by the way, weren't the only ones who were impacted by the runaway barges. The brand new Three Mile Bridge was hit in at least 30 places by the barges, and at least five of the bridge's spans are irreparable. Mm. FYI, FDOT paid $500 million for that bridge that's supposed to last 75 years. Unbelievable. I mean, we're talking about these massive barges. You can't really wrap your mind around it until you see the pictures. Mother Nature definitely eats her Wheaties. If she's strong enough to put barges in your backyard yeah that's crazy to me yeah and i mean some of these barges are literally as big as the houses if not bigger it's nuts imagine it it's like dorothy waking up in oz you wake up with a barge in your yard you feel like you've seen everything when you've lived in hurricane country long enough but this is like just even crazier than i could have imagined and and for uh those of our listeners who who don't live in kind of hurricane alley Weird atmospheric things and oceanic things happen during hurricanes. Yeah. First of all, the hurricane, when it's out over the water, mm-hmm. sucks all of the water in the Gulf or the Atlantic or wherever right. into the hurricane. Yeah, it's sort of like just grabbing it and throwing it up into the air, and so it just so, keeps pulling it away from the shore. So if you go to the beach, say, 12 hours before a hurricane hits, yeah, especially at low tide, mm-hmm. you're not going to see like the normal 50 yards of white sand. Right. You're going to see like 100 yards of sand. You're going to see another couple hundred yards of seaweed and right. kelp and garbage people threw into the beach. Yeah. Um, and then you're finally going to see water because it sucks so much water away from the coast. Yeah. You can walk out there. Yeah. One of the videos that I remember was video from Tampa Bay and it was, they were actually shooting the video from the the bed of the, where the water would have been because everybody was walking on it because yeah. there was no longer any water in the bay. It had all been pulled out of into the into the Gulf. It was incredible. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah. Sort of a, a hurricane uh, TV coverage cliche that yes. we have here. Just just like every place has their water skiing squirrel at the end of the newscast. When you have a hurricane, there are certain things you do. Right, and but when you see something like that, it's like you know stuff's about to go down. Right. Yeah. So the cliche is the reporter standing next to the pier <laughs> yeah which is normally in i don't know yeah. 12 15 feet of water yeah, and there are barnacles all along the wood posts right <laughs> exactly right because they're so able to walk so far out into the gulf yeah where normally they would be you know under several feet of water it's crazy so uh yeah hurricanes very strong the other thing when they suck the the water out mm. Is seawalls. Folks who live on canals here, of course, they have a seawall. And there's no pressure from the water on that side of the wall anymore. So the wall just starts to collapse. Yeah. And And that's even worse. That's really bad Absolutely. 
absolutely, it's very, and very expensive to fix. Yeah. And not covered by most insurance. Right. As I've learned from many folks who had it happen to them. <laughs> well, what we're talking about is very sobering and astounding, but can you imagine what would happen if we found a barge in our backyard? <laughs> well, first of all, we don't really have a backyard. We don't, but that would make it even more crazy. It would be social media gold, though. I'd be posting pictures, like standing next to it, all kinds of crazy stuff, as long as it didn't take out the house. Maybe we'd be lucky enough to get an abandoned yacht in our backyard. Ooh, then we could sell the condo and just move into the abandoned yacht. Exactly. Upgrade. Absolute upgrade. Major upgrade. All right. Well, our last story comes to us from BGR.com. As everyone in Florida knows by now, we're in phase three of reopening in the Sunshine State, which means that most things are pretty much back to normal with fairly limited restrictions on pandemic-related stuff. Um, that wasn't the case in late August, mm. though, when the Palm Coast Social Club hosted a karaoke party. Oh. According to the Flagler County Health Department, folks at the party were not wearing masks, mm. were not social distancing, yeah. and the microphone was not sanitized between singers. Oh. What could possibly go wrong, right? I don't have any idea. So what was supposed to be a fun night is now categorized as a COVID super spreader event, Ugh. resulting in 50 infections, multiple hospitalizations, two deaths and another person in hospice and even worse the two people who died weren't even at the party they were just in close contact with other people who were so this isn't the first time that the club's actually gotten in trouble for large events the week before the club had a fundraiser with 200 people at it and while it closed down once it learned that it was involved in an outbreak Uh, The club did reopen this week. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, you know, I think it was Bill Shakespeare who once said, it's all fun and games until you're a COVID super spreader. Now, I I know that this your question is rhetorical, but as you said, what could possibly go wrong here? Right. And I I believe the quote you were looking for from William Shakespeare. Oh, yes. Bill. Yeah, Bill. As his friends call him. Good old Bill. All the world's indeed a stage. We are merely spreaders. Or super spreaders. Yes. Yeah. That was the quote indeed. In all seriousness, it's awful that people lost their lives here. Absolutely. I mean, mean, but this is the world that we live in right now. And as much as we like to make fun uh, with our freaky Floridians, but we need to be careful. And we still need to find ways to have fun and keep people safe. You can play karaoke through your YouTube. I'm just saying, you don't need to go to the... Uh, social club yeah. for a karaoke party. No, I know. There are much better ways that this could have been handled. And and by the way, you know, I, I guess because it's the social club and mm. not the social distance club, <laughs> yeah. maybe that was the issue. Maybe. I think it's pretty safe to say that the fundraiser with 200 people they held the week before was probably not like a COVID fundraiser <laughs> or maybe, you know, getting masks for poor children right. or something. Yeah. No, pretty uh. sure that's not what it was. Oh, boy. Well, since we're talking about karaoke, what's your go-to karaoke song, Kirsten? Oh, man. So for those of you who don't know us, um, <laughs> Corey and I pretty much got our mail at a local uh, bar restaurant here that did Indeed. karaoke seven nights a week. And I believe and we were still there does. like four or five nights of those. Yeah, yeah we definitely. both worked jobs where we got off work at like midnight. Yep. So it just made sense to hop on over to Mona Lisa's. Come on. Uh, and uh, maybe have a barley pop or yeah. two yep. and sing some karaoke. So we, we pretty much lived there. 
That's right. Oat sodas and old songs. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. So what's your favorite? What's your uh, go-to? Well, you know. I know, but I want everyone else to know. You know that you know also that I can't sing. Well, um, I don't I, I disagree. But. I am a I am a poor singer. Mm. Mr. Lentz, my high school so. choir teacher, thought I was great, but yeah. you know, pretty much nobody else. He's an expert. He just he just needed a tall girl to stand in the back. Okay. So um, <laughs> I would say my probably my go-to karaoke song is Devil Went Down to Georgia. Yeah. Because you just kind of talk through it. Yep. You don't really have to be able to sing. That's I am right. not a country music fan by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, you don't look like Charlie Daniels at all. But I love I love to perform <laughs> a little Charlie Daniels. Come on. Um kind of along the same lines. Yeah. Don't need to be able to sing to do it. Right. Good vibration by Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Exactly. And they're so similar. <laughs> they're they're the same song yeah. really charlie daniels was rapping that's all right. right no i that I, is a rap song you 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 actually have a point there like he um i don't know if many other people have confirmed that but yeah he's definitely uh sing talking while he's doing the song and it's great listen if old town road can be rap and country, sure. <laughs> charlie daniels can be rap and country, that's right right yep I agree. So now let's talk about your karaoke songs. I know oh, it's difficult to choose. It is. My <laughs> list is very long. I used, to, uh, I, you know, back in the day, I used to actually have it in my iPod, and it would it would go for many, many, many scrolls. Um, but I would say that my go-to is "Crazy Little Thing Called Love" by Queen. It's right in my range. I can sing it in my sleep. It's what I like to call a palate cleanser. Uh, it's just a nice little way to get started. And I don't even have to warm up for it. I can't believe I just said that I warm up for karaoke. But that's, He's that guy. Yep. He's totally that guy. Yep. Um, my favorite song that you do mm. is Super Freak by Rick James. Oh, yes, you do. You do ask me to do that one quite a bit. That's a, that's a fun song, too. It, it's yeah, really it's just fun. a fun song. Yeah. And everybody can get behind it. Yep. Those are the best songs to do. The ones that everybody either knows or they really want to hear badly. You're right. We uh, went on a cruise once, and and I would say that we were a cultural minority on the (laughs) cruise, okay? Um, And we went to do karaoke one night, and we were the only two European-descended folks there. (laughs) Yes. Uh, A lot of people didn't even speak English. They were, you know, just on the cruise from other parts of the country. But you somehow managed to pick the songs Mm -hmm. that Every single person knew, yep. young or old, no matter their ethnicity. Yeah, you you really honestly came a little bit of a celebrity. Yeah, I well you got people know were you... walking up to you at the port. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got to know your audience a little bit, and it helps uh, to have like to enjoy a wide range of music because then you really get to see like okay, so I know that song did really well. So let's go for like a song that's sort of in a similar vein, or maybe you'll even change it up a little bit, but it's a lot of fun. Karaoke is the great cultural unifier. It really is. It brings people together in a way that many things don't. So what's the worst karaoke song? Well, I think it's Picture, but that's just me. I have no idea. I, I w- now, now for those who don't immediately think yeah. of the song, the song is Picture with Kid Rock and Sheryl Crow. Sheryl Crow, yes. Right? Yep. Yeah, it's it's there, it's not just that it's bad. I don't necessarily have that much against the song particularly. It's more about everyone, the people that tend to want to do it very badly. 
And duets are kind of hit and miss. Absolutely. And so you've really got to nail it in order to make it work. I, I would say if if karaoke went completely lawless, you'd hear it 20 times a night. <laughs> That's probably true. Yeah. So, you need the DJs to like keep law and order happening. <laughs> much much like the 911 uh, dispatchers, they're right? underappreciated. <laughs> they are the real true heroes. I, I think, and it's a favorite song of mine, but one of my least favorite karaoke songs is Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, yeah. And I love the song. Yep. It's not a karaoke song. song. Nobody sober has ever tried to sing Bohemian Rhapsody. Nobody. It's ambitious and it just doesn't really fit. You're so kind. Well, it's It's ambitious. It is. That was an ambitious choice to sing that song, Corey. (laughs) Well, I'm I'm good at, uh, at sugarcoating things. What can I say? That's very, very nice of you. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, what did we learn this week? Well, I learned that if you need a lift home, the cops are not the best option for Uber, no matter what you tell them. Um, I learned that we need a no shirt, no shoes, no schooling policy. That's probably true. I also learned to always stay on Mother Nature's good side, because I don't need a barge in my backyard, but I will take a yacht. Yes, I will take a yacht as well. And I learned that drunk girls who think they sound like Mariah Carey are only the second worst thing that you can find at a karaoke party. So true. Well, those were our freakiest Florida finds for the week. And as always, you can find plenty of other wacky news stories from across the Sunshine State on our Facebook and our Twitter pages. That's right. Remember to follow us, like us, and share us. That's at FLA Freak Show. And if you see a Florida story we missed, please share it with us. And also, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. We're on pretty much all of them, so we're not hard to find. That's right. Just tap that button. Just tap it. Tap it. Until next week, I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. We will be back next week. And until then, let your Florida freak flag fly. Goodbye. Yeah,